And Georgia so. I want to see. I want to see too. Sex trafficking and R. Kelly jokes aside, fucking foliage always in your goddamn way. Get a better camera angle, dick! That was the main kitty twister with me, Red Ring of Death with the original 360. This next story is a blast from the past that is now available fast. Me? Allude to something? Not gonna talk about communist broadcast service anymore. You might as well get another one. (sighs) Gotta end the video. Oh god, I'm about to fucking die. Now we're live. Oh, now we're live. Now we're live. Oh, now we're live. Welcome, Perjangers and Wallhangers, uh, Media Network fans, or as we call you, Walljangers. Uh, we are the Triforce Podcast. I, of course, am one Mr. Matthew B. Grill, the Matman. To my left is one Mr. Christopher Bristow, the old man. And to He's my your left. left. I'm sorry. <laughs> To my left is Stephen Bucherell, the big brother, and to my right is one Mr. Uh, Christopher Bristow, the very finicky and disgruntled old man, from what we have learned. We're all disgruntled. In some ways. So, uh, we, of course, in the Triforce podcast, try to bring with you all of the latest in nerdy and gaming and movie and TV news. You're going to see a very humble version of me today. So, there you go. A humble bundle? Maybe. No, 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 no. Oh. No. no humble bundles allowed. No. Okay. So humble bundles aside, uh, I do want to start off this podcast with a very happy birthday to one my partner in crime, Joe Palladino. He's celebrating his birthday today, and of course, uh, we do the Tales from the Morgue, Unfortunate Deaths and Unfortunate Ways together, which once he's done sharing... I got, we got it, you know, we appreciate the love, but we only get love when we share it out, so. That's very true. So we do have to take this time in the the beginning to do that. It's, it's, uh, it's an altruitous process, but we love you. Just be patient with me. I'm, uh, just sending it out to people. We're just missing R. Kelly. Not our Kelly, our Kelly. Is he in the closet? The light of our uh, podcast. Yeah. The light of our podcast is hiding in the closet. In hey, the closet. He's hiding the mold. Um, <sighs> it so. says that you and, and Stephen are watching. No way. Oh. Sex trafficking and R. Kelly jokes aside, our podcast <laughs> is sponsored by Ripped Studios. Ripped Studios, uh, one co creator, Joe Palladino, as well as uh, myself. We made this nice little animated short, uh, Until Death. is coming soon, part two, which is, of course, written and directed by myself, created by Joe Palladino, and Close Shave is out now if you want to watch it on the website. It's right up there, www.ripped-studios.com. We also, if you scroll up there, you'll see at the very top, we have a store. In the store, you'll see that we got different kinds of swag for you. This 15 to 25% t-shirt bundle. You get the Tales from the Morgue shirts, including the ripped FKN Studio shirt that I always talk about. As well as the dog from the first one who just He's only worn it out of five of the six podcasts already. So we're just... Yeah. <laughs> I try to switch it up. That's why I went with the Superman this time. And we also got the poster up there of the ripped uh, Tales from the Morgue. Which I have some. If you would like some... 
uh, contact us at pjandwh at gmail.com. Send me your I have a few people that worked at one, to, uh, wondering where they got that. I have it hung up at, on, like, outside my cubicle. And okay. Like, yeah, they're all like, like, yeah, we like that. looks pretty cool. We're interested in it. Yeah, man. I have a couple people. I've, I've linked up with some new friends on Facebook, and I've told them about it, and they said, man, that sounds interesting. That's a great little project. So the second episode is coming out soon, man. I'm really, proud, uh, re- really, really proud of that. I have to say, I'm, I'm, you know, you might be proud of it because I know it's your baby, but I am proud of you for taking the ambition. And uh, It was all Joe, man. It was all Joe. Joe came to me and he had this idea and we developed it together. And <laughs> everything aside, you yeah, know. Yeah, man. It's good. It's coming out soon. We're just waiting on a couple things. I'm so, just, believe well, me. I, I've seen, I've just seen, here first. I've seen you evolved as into a great You don't tell people I turn into Charmander, motherfucker. <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> no, Goddamn. My evolution is nobody's business. You're if more, I burn down this house because I'm angry, it's your fault now. You're more of a Weedle. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Pun aside. <laughs> His evolution isn't bad. All right? B-drill? No. B-drill is very helpful. If you need something drilled, that motherfucker, two of them on his arms. You know how helpful he would be in the crafts industry, you know, in like construction industry. He'd be fucking, you know, only if they're the diamond shit tip. Shit. <laughs> if they're diamond tip, then he could literally just cut through fucking anything. So I'm not. We're not here to talk about the, you know, the chemistry of bee drill or the tip of his blades. <laughs> I comb through, and this week it was literally combing through the muck of the internet to get to the heart, the grit, the grime of. The Nerdy News! We started off, and this week I have uh, footage surfaced from Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. They're showing off Piccolo gameplay. Okay, and obviously if you're a big fan of the Dragon Ball Z saga, you know Piccolo is an integral part of it. That's why they're making him a playable character, just like they're making uh, Vegeta and Gohan playable characters as well. Go to the video. Probably want to turn off the sound. The sound is off. Uh, oh, there you go. Then play the video. Good to love right around 16 minutes. Actually, yeah, go back because I already watched a good bit of it. 16 minutes. There you go. And here you see, go full screen on this. And then full screen on the side side. Uh, side saddle. Yeah. And then we'll just go ahead and cut those guys out. So here you see Piccolo, open world, very Xenoverse style. Yes, it's very much um, in the realm of that. You see, obviously, it's a bunch of Japanese, so you don't... No. You, but with the control side, you see over to the side, obviously, a jump, run, fly, some kind of, you know... Charge. Mechanic, charge. Yeah. Obviously, the L2 and square, probably like, you know, special beam cannon or light bomb, because they show him doing this. They go into the conversation here with Tien and Chaozu, and if you can scroll forward, because that's boring shit. But they go into the battle, okay? And you see, still very a Xenoverse battle. Why? There's fucking foliage always in your goddamn way. That's one thing you never had a problem with when playing Dragon, uh, Dragon Ball Raging Blast 2. There was no foliage in your way in the camera. Now I gotta wonder what fucking attack that guy's making because, oh, the tree was in my way. <laughs> like the little turtle from fucking N64. Like, get a better camera angle, dick! what I'm saying. Just get a better camera angle. You're going to have third person at least make the mechanics so that you can phase out whatever is in front of the camera. I don't need to see the trees are in my way. We're going for realism here. 
It's real bizarre. In development. It, yeah, yeah, it's still in development. This came out of the animation comic game Hong Kong 2019 event from Bandai Namco. And it gives you a better look at the gameplay. You see a little bit of the conversations, the flights, a small look at the world, which kind of gives me a little bit of... If you scroll forward, actually, in that video, you'll see... Yeah, right about there. The Ooh, Great Ape, like Gohan, and Piccolo Battle from when they're training and when from when uh, Piccolo blew up the moon. You actually see him in a cutscene. It's well and done. That's like saying <laughs> the ending a Top Gun right now. All right, it's been out there for a while. Wait, they saved the day at the end of that one. Uh, Jester's dead. <laughs> Spoiler alert! But you got grade eight battles, and this is a good thing because they didn't really touch on it very long in the show. But I see that as being like what the fuck battle. Because Piccolo, he has to blow up the moon because he can't cut off his tail. Because that's just a dick move to cut off your stepson's tail. It's a rule by law. Well, I mean, you had to weigh the pros and cons. <laughs> Destruction of the planet yeah. versus loss of tail. <laughs> I choose loss of tail. Or you just blow up the moon. It's not like we use it anyway. It's kind of like, know. you know, well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like. a good day. I'm for... <laughs> it's kind of like Eddie Gizzard's comedy special. It's like, you know, you want cake or death? Um, cake, please. <laughs> Very well. Maybe Give that's why they added that in the portal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in the second article, you actually see a little bit of uh, some screenshots. Here you see, this is a good one, because you see the food mechanic. As well as if you go down, you'll see the actual items. The food mechanic of giving you the buff, the normal buffs you're used to in the Dragon Ball Z games. Okay, so they're keeping that in there. I like. I can't wait to see what they do with the skills. Because it's normally just like a little capsule where you get a move. If it's more of a skill tree, that's kind of what I want. Because if you're going RPG, you automatically think skill tree. Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to get it because it's Dragon Ball Z, but I think they're kind of regurgitating Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse 2. As well as a little bit what they did with uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, with more of the anime true art style. Correct. I see the art style carried over mm -hmm. from Fighter Z. Do you consider Xenoverse an RPG? Ooh. I see it as a fighter with maybe a little bit of RPG so, elements. So, so there's there's your standard RPG. There's JRPG. There's action RPG. Yeah, action RPG really picked up right around Mass Effect. When that was going off, and Mass, Mass Effect, Effect Assassin's Creed, like you had all those good action RPGs digging in the mix there. But but Assassin's Creed didn't become an action RPG until until two. Same yeah. with Mass Effect yeah. too, because the first Mass Effect and the first Assassin's Creed are pretty much they run parallel with each other because it was more just equipment. Equipment, they still had the skill tree in there. So I would say it had light RPG elements in both of them. Not really with Assassin's Creed. But Mass Effect definitely had a light R RPG element where they really exploited it in the second one. But the oh, third yeah, yeah, one yeah. was absolute garbage. That's the Godfather 3 of the trilogy. <laughs> it really Amen, fucking is. A. Oh, the next story I have is uh, Janimba is coming to that uh, fighter I was talking about, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It came out of, as a leak from the UK, uh, Nintendo UK, 
And it's not official yet. There's no official word, but fans are really responding to this. Because like I was telling you before the podcast, Janimba, if you played Raging Blast 2, they actually included the movie in the game to where you could watch that movie and you saw Janimba because he was a playable character and he was a fucking badass. Oh my God, if you had Janimba, Deborah was kind of like, meh. But seeing Janimba in Dragon Ball Fighter Z, especially with that classic 2D arcade fighter, which a story that didn't make it in the cut was Mortal Kombat 11. They have a mod, a 2D mod. I saw that. Uh-huh. And I was kind of like, ah, no, I mentioned that. No. But I'll still mention it. But that's a, that's a definite mod out there. Um, this one's a little bit more legal-wise. Nintendo, if you have a Switch, you may have come across the joy I actually have. Drifting. I actually have. My five. I know somebody who's involved in that who had that as well, and they had to go out, go to GameStop, they gave them a new Joy-Con, and they went that way. Nintendo is asking you to go to their support website, which is... Even if you're outside of your warranty. Yeah, they're covering it. Because a lot of fans were pissed that they were worried about their new... Their new device. Color, their new device and their new color controllers that they weren't fixing the drifting issue. Yeah, it, it mm. happened to our first-gen controllers, and of course I just, you know, bought new ones. And I honestly haven't played my Switch that much, so I don't know if I'm affected by that. Yeah, I, I probably am. I probably I am, but I, I just... Next I time play. I have a major operation is probably when I'm next time I'm going to play it. Yeah, <laughs> when I got to sit in the waiting room and play uh, yeah, for him, I'm going to be like, all right, it, it, it Switch, like, it's your time to shine. It seemed like it was just the first-gen Joy-Cons, because my second-gen Joy-Cons that I bought to kind of rectify the situation there i have no problem now nintendo actually got a word with the verge which i actually get a lot of news from the verge usually um they got a comment and it's not really what fans were hoping for i'm assuming more along the lines of like a mass recall is what people were hoping for but he did say that it is a they take great pride in creating quality products and are continuing to make improvements on them. So that's where, like you were saying, with the first-gen Joy-Cons, it's probably not a problem if you went out and bought a Switch today. Now, now I imagine that there would be a problem if you see the Switch Lite. Oh, yeah, having them. they're embedded into the unit. You know what I mean? Because that's a whole fucking unit, and yeah. you didn't fix this yet. Because <laughs> then, then that would be a whole like a logistical nightmare, not just for the consumer, but for Nintendo. Because then you have to buy an SD card, back mm-hmm. up all your, all your save data to it, because if you're not subscribed, not everybody subscribed to I'm Nintendo not. Online, so no, your I'm save not. data is going to not be yeah, there. Yeah, it's just not going to be there. And then on top of that, then you have to... Send it out oh, and be yeah. without your your Switch Lite. That would be pitiful. That was the main titty twister with me when it came down to the Red Ring of Death with the original 360. I remember when you had your Red Ring. Are you fucking ki- I have to send this out to them and just hope. Like, it'll come back with, like, it, it, it really bothered me. It really bothered me. It's, I know it's not like you can have the service center. Everywhere in America for people just to drop all yeah. their shit, but country's rather large. It is rather large, especially if you're in like Alaska or Texas. That shit's pretty big. Probably got a couple more. Link, he's not coming today, buddy. Yeah, he's not coming, buddy. Come on. Yeah, he's not coming. Come sit on the couch. <laughs> no, I, I knew my I knew my uh, original Xbox 360 was going to be red ringing um, right before I gave it to my brother. 
and I, <laughs> and I like I had a protection plan already bought on it from from Circuit City. Wow! <laughs> oh, thank God you got it from them. Going to the wayback machine. Hey, the third party there. company still took care of it. That that covered the warranty. Okay. So, you know, because I a month later I bought. Come on. At the time, the 360 Elite. Oh. <laughs> the black <laughs> console. Um, and then my brother just sent in the other one, and he got a free console. So There was a lot of that free console stuff going on, especially when the red ring was happening. Yeah. Yeah. This one. Matter. This next story is a blast from the past that is now available fast. I like what I did there. <laughs> Doom. Three classic Doom games stealthfully launched on Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo networks. You can buy Doom, Doom 2, and Doom 3 across all three platforms. The first time in history that all franchise Doom games are widely accessible. That's awesome. So you can get everything Doom. Doom 1. Doom, 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 doom. They mentioned here right above uh, right above Chris's head is that it was on the MS DOS, and yeah, it, I remember that. between ninety three and twenty nineteen, man, the original Doom. Tell me you wouldn't play it. You wouldn't play that. <laughs> so it's I'm available on iOS and Android. Doom one and two, that is. So you can get either one of those on your phone right now. I still remember going over my older brother's house. Um. And playing Doom on the 32X Genesis add-on. Oh, wow. That's going back. Yeah. Because that was 1993. No, 92. Okay. 92, 93. I remember playing it on Dad's old computer. We had Doom on there as well. It was it was a classic game, man. The original one with just killing no. Nazis and secret passages. No, that was 94. Because he also had Sega CD with Sewer Shark. Oh, Sega CD. <laughs> yeah. yeah, our cousins had the Sega CD, and I was just like, oh my God. Because that's when the Packers got Reggie White and they went to the Super Bowl. I remember that. Okay. I won't I won't argue with that. But if you're a fan of Doom, man, especially with Doom Eternal, this is the move I see them doing on why they're making this widely acceptable right now, is that they're clearly making a marketing push for upcoming Doom Eternal in November. Of tw- uh, it's releasing November 22nd. So you have Doom Eternal coming out, as well as now you're revamping everybody to where they're like, oh my god, Doom? Oh, let me grab this! And they get it in their collection, and now they're more susceptible to buy it at launch. Good marketing strategy. If I gotta say. The story for Doom 3 is still a classic, though. I can't say that I played Doom 3. I know I played 1 and 2. Play Doom 3. You will be. You'll have a better appreciation for Doom, because okay. Doom Three took. Um, it still had the one and two, you know, method, but the story was awesome, and it was it, like they added like a moment of like, like horror suspense kind mm-hmm. of. The story was great. That's all I have to say. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Hang on. Is the communist broadcast service going to take us down for that comment? I don't. I don't. I don't. No, want but Warner Brothers might if we play the video. <laughs> so we'd like to like. Warner we have Brothers, to. So. We have to hold our tongue, lest the big brother. Okay. Okay. So so he he's alluding to it. 
So for those who... Me? Allude to something? <laughs> what? More like outright just shove it. Um, <laughs> yes. Fuck Which you. is what we told them. Yeah. Fuck you. That's what we said. So We're a family give, show. To give the proverbial finger <laughs> to everybody. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Um, right. More the, the fingers <coughs> towards CBS. Yes. Um, as you don't know, last week... We had a bit of a difficult run-in with CBS, yeah. much to our chagrin. And actually, if you scroll down on this Pajangas and Wallhangers, not us, uh, Facebook page, you'll see Podcast 51, um, which I edited, again, minus, uh, yeah, right there, minus our trailer that we had for... To uh, promote their show! A certain... Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart show called Picard. We won't say anything else, but we had the trailer that was available on a public forum because a little event called San Diego Comic Con was happening, and we thought we might want to share and promote your shit. So now we're just not going to talk about Communist Broadcast Service anymore, and that's all I have to say about that. We're talking about Batman. Warner, well, not Batman in particular. Scroll up so we get a picture of it. Um, Warner Brothers, Montreal. You know them from uh, the Batman Origin game. Mm-hmm. As well as they did a DLC called uh, Batgirl. Where is it? Matter of Family. There you go. Batgirl Matter of Family Story DLC for Arkham Knight. Which, when mm-hmm. Arkham Knight came out, as you remember, it had the worst PC launch for a AAA platform game. I think to date, like they they beat out like two human man because it would <laughs> not play. And then it was for months afterwards they couldn't figure it out to the point where they just gave people their money back. That's the type of thing you would you should be fixing in beta. Yeah, and then the alpha when they did fix it. They sold the game for like five bucks on Steam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the enthusiasm. But then they sold it all yet. for a yeah, very yeah. cheap discount, is my point. And it's, it's... it was That was Rocksteady, though, which was the Arkham Knight game. Arkham Origins was good. It just had a way too many characters in the fold for you to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it had everything in it, but it was too much, I feel, with Origins. It was taking the Batman origin good, and it was on the cusp of, like, Gotham getting really good ratings and everything. So it was in a need, and they did what they did. Okay? It was, it's still a good playable game. Um, So it's backwards compatible on Xbox One. And they confirmed that they're still working on at least one DC Comics game. It was. Reported by us that Hope they may have two. Yeah, they've. It was reported by us a, a while ago that they may have two. Um, in the tweet you'll see on this page, uh, developer at the studio confirmed that redacted DC franchise redacted, which is in her question. Uh, here's a fun thing: whatever project you're currently working on or planning on working on, just for yourself, tell me the genre, the theme, and your biggest inspiration. For it, and he says redacted DC franchise. That's the theme, and he works for Warner Brothers Montreal. So 
They're working on something. He's now looking now, for a new job. The last, <laughs> the last thing they did, which was the Arkham Knight DLC, was 2015. We're a good four years, coming up on five years now of them not releasing anything. Is my question is: Is this a big game, or is there developer development issues? No, it's it? Swamp Thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they're easily going to cancel. It. <laughs> I really want to hope that it's Justice League. Give me a good Justice League game. Give me a good Justice that's, League that's, game. That's, that's aiming too that's, big. Let's, that's let's like uh, go back to the Old Republic. You know, give me something good. Give me a Justice League Knights of the Old Republic. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Teen Titans versus Justice League. Oh yeah, anything. Give me something. Because then you have Cyber going like, who am I going to choose? Booyah. (laughs) (laughs) Anything Batman-wise has been, it's exploded since Rocksteady got the first game off right with the Arkham Asylum. I want more DC. You see Marvel going with Avengers... DC really needs to make this game big. That's why I say Justice DC has a... Uh, can be very, very ambitious right now. Because with the reviews, with the early reviews of like the, the Marvel Avengers mm-hmm. and Square Enix getting like lambasted over by the oh, audience, yeah. now the audience is clamoring for something different. Like We know that DC can do Batman right we know we know they can do other heroes, right? Because of what they did with Injustice. Correct, but you need that studio. Of course, it's Mortal Kombat, but you know, yeah. Realm. I'm just curious to see if DC will actually take this opportunity. You don't see them taking the opportunity mm-hmm. cinematically. No, they're scared. They, they are. keep on. They keep on canceling and you know recasting, or, or and then say no. No, these actors are staying, these are going. And then, you know, the whole thing. And what did we get during Comic-Con? During Comic-Con, we got, oh, here's two Superman animated, uh, you know, animated movies we're working on. We got Batman Hush. We know you guys love to see Hush. Uh, And they focus on the animated. You see Young Justice getting stuff out. You see a whole bunch of stuff really developing. And it's not happening in that cinematic universe. So before we get to the next story, we also had Henry Cable that come up and say he really would like to do Man of Steel too. He just when he signed on for The Witcher, yeah, you know he just and said he's not get, doing man. it, and because yeah. he said he said Warner Brothers is not doing anything with with the character, so they're not, ooh. and they're not planning on it, and that's the that's the shame it's is that in the end of this year until we get it up to like Black Widow, nothing is contesting Marvel. So the best, so the best Superman movie in the last, you know, the best movie with Superman in it, unfortunately, was Man of Steel. It was because even though you had uh, what's his face from House of Cards uh, and uh, K Pax, um, Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey yeah. is Lex Luthor. He was a good Lex Luthor. What, a Michael? lot better than fucking who was it? Michael Sarah or who? no Jesse Eisenberg? There you go, Just the guy from Facebook movie. A whole lot better, and even um, the guy from Two and a Half Men, John Cryer. Thank God he's here. What would I do? 
I am uh, useless with him. <laughs> absolutely no. I don't even know you. And you know absolutely everybody. So I'm in. I'm in the middle here. I'm in the middle. I know a little. But bit. I'm not going on the vagueness now. You're just. You're actually giving me something to work well, with. Yeah. Yeah. The guy but, who you did know, the I thing who was in so. the other thing with the girl is usually my mo. But I. I really hope that there's something big with this um, future game coming out of Montreal. But this story, I think everybody's going to get a hard-on for it. Cyberpunk 2077. I am very, very glad to see the articles that I've been reading with Cyberpunk. Mm. It's all good. Yet, I mean, it's the whole, good. the whole like, yeah. hardcore mode without the UI and, you know, just because, and they're not going to, you know, they're pretty much saying fuck tutorials and this stuff. Sto- and this story yeah. is saying... You know what? It's we're focused on player choice, and we're not talking about Mass Effect player choice here. They get into it. Uh, Marcin Blancha, uh, the game story director, sat down with official Xbox magazine, and she said, "We're trying very hard for players to always have a say in what's going on. The game won't have loading screens unless players use the fast travel." The ability to move and look around during cutscenes and dialogue will also be included. Mm, I like that. that I like. I all right. You're gonna make me sit through the cutscene. Okay, but I can go over here and look at this. I can go over there and look at that. I can literally do what I want. All right. I'm in. With the hardcore mode of no UI, how immersive is that game? It's amazing, and I and they have Keanu Reeves in it. As if yeah. you don't have any more of a reason. If they gave you a fucking pocket pussy, you'd never leave, have to leave the house. Well, I was going to say you're breathtaking, but after that... <laughs> I know how to fuck things up, sir. Don't, yeah, yeah. don't put that past me. Uh, you and me both. <laughs> so, the game will also have romantic options. And they're going one step further from the whole Mass Effect genre. They're giving you the modern day option of having a one-night stand, or even paying for sex, GTA style. You can pay a hooker, or you can just uh, have a one-night stand. It is what it is. Romantic options are there. I thought that was a little bit weird, especially for that, but the real weird part, they're adding in religion. Religion. They don't give a fuck about the backlash. They're giving you that option to add in religion to the game. You can side with a religious belief in the game and that will affect your story no is it good. is it going to be a, like a waving barometer like where where you know where you're not, you're not practicing to where you have a core set of beliefs and values and i would are you just them. like part of like a religious sect i like, wouldn't put it past them if you're just part of the religious sect even still like ah oh, brother you know like if it if there's a form of christianity in uh, christianity in there we're all fucked <laughs> but <Blended> fire and <laughs> brimstone, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, oh god, I don't know. But who knows if they're actually going to go with the actual names of the religion, or if they're just going to have that Probably as make up the an option, <laughs> you know. And you see the screenshots and everything with the character choice. This is almost what you wanted from like Mass Effect. When did Elba come in here? <laughs> That's like Idris Elba mixed with the guy who plays Mac on uh, Agents of Shield. Okay, really good. But uh, the uh, there it is. Cyberpunk hits stores in April, 
19th of 2020. At that point, why don't you just release it on 420? Just do it. You know, no, a whole bunch it, of people are just no, going to no, get high that, no, no, and play the game. But they're doing the smart thing. They know people still have to work on 419 to go out and get it. So they're just prepping for the 420 weekend yes. for their game. Or the people who naturally take off 420 are also going to take off 419 to prep for the game. I don't think you need mu- that much prep for 420. You'd be surprised with five kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So moving on here. Um, the next story, you actually have a little bit of experience with now, that groan comes from a lot of people looking at it when you see Fallout 76 is making some other kind of announcement. I groan like that That's when what? I look in the mirror. I look at I groan like that when I look at you, too. I was hoping it wasn't be as bad, going to be as bad as they said. It was worse than they said. It's, it's, oh. Now, they do have a roadmap on here, which if you scroll down, you'll actually, it's in a tweet. There it is. They have a roadmap that is available. Okay. So uh, click on it so we can actually see. So, and then click again because it's linked to the PJWH Twitter. Yay. You can find us at Twitter, at PJWH. So, you see here they have win- uh, the beta for the uh, PvP mode, Nuclear Winter. They have okay. that available now, which they say a lot of people are responding well to it. Uh, August 1st, we see a season of meat event, which is not a euphemism. (laughs) Um, You see the super mutant Graham, and he offers summer-themed items to players and allows them to play and earn special currency and legendary script. So you go to the next one there, which is the 49... Yeah, stay on that. Uh, which is Vault 49. That is their raids. Raids are coming to Fallout 76, which is you're going with a group of players through the vault, Fallout okay. Vault 94, looking for tech and all that. Gives you new uh, armor recipes. And it's, especially with an MMO, you need to have raids. Yeah. You got to have different community events. And they're trying. I'll give them that. They have a whole new features once uh, Nuclear Winter comes in to where you can choose your perks with Overseer tickets. And they have different things that they're trying to add to it. September is when we're getting the new map and uh, other improvements, as well as improvements after that in September. So September is kind of their benchmark of they, where they're going. They're trying, like a fish, you take out of a, out of a fish tank, tries to get back in from the coffee table. Just sort of flopping around, stinking the place up. But they're trying. Nemo. <laughs> but they're trying, man. You know, they're giving you a new map. <laughs> All right, on that note. On that note. So I guess we know where Big Brother stands with Fallout 76. This one, I'm not sure if anybody's going to be surprised. So. We'll care. Fallout. Oh. Or Fallout. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> you might as well give another one. The story was was not bad. The online. Ugh. Now you may have seen they uh, had a. So I figured out the title of the podcast. Uh, all that raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's perfect. <laughs> so, Rockstar once had a little plan. 
It was a plan like they had for every single other game that they had. They were going to have story DLCs. They had one, which was a complete blatant ripoff of uh, Red Dead Redemption's zombie mode. They were going to convert 80 to 90% of the map to make it look like New zombie apocalypse. I can't. And I didn't hold bunch of zombies. I can't help but notice you said they were going to. Yeah, we're going to. Okay. And that that is because of Grand Theft Auto Online, with the nobody expected enough people to care about Grand Theft Auto Online. Grand Theft Auto Online has been a godsend. To it's Grand a phenomenal forum. Just, just the sheer people. Like I, and it's funny that you bring this article up. But I was playing Grand Theft Auto Online just two days ago. Just for the sheer fact. You were the first person that told me about Grand Theft Auto Online. When we were working in the deli, you were talking with somebody else like, oh no, Grand Theft Auto Online, you do this and this and this. Well, that was on GTA 4. That was GTA 4, and it was still just like, it is completely different from what it was at that point. And now they added in... Diamond Resort and Casino Casino and Resort, which was the second DLC or first that they were going to release. It was supposed to be like Ocean's Eleven. So I uh, played casinoized. that. I played that, and the uh, the blackjack game, the three card poker game, and the roulette. It's, it's just it's like going to a casino. Yeah, it's there's no you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you see people falling over the table and stuff like that, and there's actually, like, NPCs and And this brings me back to the fucking ads that we always saw up there, the Candy Crush-like game. That is a Pennsylvania lottery game. So you can gamble from the comfort of your own home. Literally, your fat fucking ass doesn't have to get off the fucking couch to gamble. And with this, you have that whole story mode of what they were going to add, and they just... Switched it over. They glazed it over and put it online, yeah. And they've been doing a lot of different updates to this, which has kept this game alive this long. The community is very robust, even to this day. I have to imagine a lot of that is because of modding. Now, now, so, if you're on Xbox, PS4, the community is still robust on those uh, those consoles. That many people don't have money? <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe save five bucks and get a better game, but that's me. I don't know. Well, I mean, like, GTA is, like, the number one... Se- like, the GTA it 5 is the number one selling game, you know, be- and it crossed multiple generations, so... I can't help but feel that I love... Now, it may be nostalgia, but I love GTA 3, Vice City, Liberty City Stories. Vice they City had Stories. a nice, solid... Thick story that you get your teeth. If into. you took that, any of those games, and wrote it into novel form, it would still sell. Yeah, and but I don't one? see this one doing no. that. No, the story because, sucked because the story is not what drove the game. Like everybody, heaven says, forbid, a story drive a game. We're all we're well past that now in the fucking age of technology. We're all about here. The shove story the cr- around, shove yeah. the death and guns right down your goddamn throat. Murder, murder, murder. That's all the people want. They just want the murder. So are we playing GTA Five or Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a little bit of both. I'm just saying. But GTA Online saved as much as I don't. I, as much as I think, like multiplayer gaming as. Sucks. 
you know, as a culture. That's just because people are dicks. Yeah, it's number one rule of the internet. In fact, it shouldn't gaming. be called the internet. It should be called people are dicks. That's a little bit hard PR wise. Yeah, it might might need a little might need Fine an tuning. ad campaign. Little sanding there on the rough <laughs> edges. That's a jagged edge. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, that's how my okay. day went. That's I got a better one. Went. People are doo doo heads. Oh wow. That's for the Sesame, Sesame Street listeners there. You know, we're a family it's show. It's like, no, you're a poopy head. <laughs> you're a jerk face. <laughs> ah! Oh. ah! Let me get that dagger out. God but damn, jerk back face. Back to what I'm saying. This is like multiplayer game. Yeah. At its core, it's fundamentally sound. It's the volume of people that don't know how to act on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big. That yeah. has a lot to do with it. I will agree because when that. when when you look at it logistically, you're giving the keys to a Porsche to a 16 year old. Not even a 16 year old. <laughs> More like a 10 or 12. year old. I was ranging up like a four year old. They <laughs> act like a four year old. Like, okay, and, I'll, I'll, I'll agree to that. Amendment accepted. And most games aside, like Fortnite and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. and. And with the advent of those games, kind of took that player base. A sixteen-year-old. Like, I refuse to add this into an actual story that pops up behind us. You should actually add a it six, in because he is from this area. A sixteen-year-old won three million in the Fortnite. Yeah, he's from Pottsgrove, PA. Fuck him. No more power to him because he actually. <laughs> it's got to be a lot of actual talent. If I'm being honest, if you're looking to donate some money. We got yeah. a website you can. Pass, but no. I mean, that's definitely something that. Yeah, he's a sixteen-year-old that did good, but he's three million dollars richer for playing a fucking video game, man. I think that's what we're all about. He'll probably. Yeah, but he also hundred percent. He's young. Um, this next story, bit of conjecture, but uh, Doctor Strange. When this was announced last week, it was. I don't think we actually poised the right amount of seriousness on this film. Because I think this is going to be the biggest film in Phase 4. And I'm intrigued to see how they're going to do Doctor Strange. Because they said and rumored that it's going to be more of a horror thriller type. Which is a complete shift. And we have Elizabeth Olsen in there. Yep. This article is saying that they're going to add in a... Original comic version of Nick Fury. Yep. I love that idea. Because he's going to be coming from the multiverse, so we're going to see how this ties in. And, uh, you know, let's just... Down. Let's just say... Down. Down, 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 down. Up. 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 You know, that that screenshot there? That little arrow. Yeah. What's the other one? Ah, Thor. Okay. Okay. Now we know. But... So, with that being said, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange. It's I think this is going to be the biggest one, because you have so many possibilities. They dick-teased you with uh, the uh, Far From Home, and with, spoiler alert, Jake Gyllenhaal, Mysterio, saying he was from an alternative multiverse, but he wasn't. Spoiler, it ended. And we just got a Facebook notification saying CVS has released their claim and accepted our dispute guess what too late I already did a whole bunch of fucking work CBS fuck off 
<laughs> We're no longer going to be mentioning any of your shows because you're twat. Yeah. And I understand what that was, is they have an algorithm searching through all things on the internet for anything that's theirs. I don't care. But when you are literally promoting a show and take off the trailer, you're promoting! Fuck off. I don't want anything to do with you, CBS. But I do promote Sir Patrick Stewart because he's awesome. He's the shit. Just like we said in our last podcast. All right, so going back into this story, the reason yes. why I am bringing this up, Sam Jackson, he's already in his 70s doing doing Marvel. So he's, really? we already know, yeah, he's, oh, he's yeah. past he's 70. There, man. He looks good for 70. He looks good. He looks really he looks good really for 70. He looks really good for, now I want to... Black don't crack, baby. Black don't crack. He looks good for his We 70. already know he's a bad, bad, you know, bad motherfucker. Shut so, your mouth. Hey, hey, I'm only talking <laughs> about Sam Jackson. <laughs> that was perfect, but I so, so wholeheartedly believe this as a nice. This gives accident. him as an, it gives it, him an out. It gives him a proper exit, because yeah. and not a death exit. Bring in the multiverse, especially since you could do so many things after this. Some whisperings, or maybe Galactus is being the next villain. Right now, make the next villain whoever you want: Doctor Doom, Galactus, whatever. You know. Um, there were also a bunch of people in this article they were saying that you could bring into not only Darmamu, which we already saw him, so you could see him maybe helping the out rea- Galactus. The, and, the reoccurrence, yeah. You know, reoccurrence of that popping up into the multiverse of madness. I see this as a pivotal point, especially since what little they actually gave us film-wise. You know they're going to be adding more stuff in there. Spider-Man 3 is going to be in there. They just have to fine-tune probably some stuff with Sony. Well, they, have, they have to find you Sony, but you know what about when you mess with the multiverse? Sony has to be on board. They do with with allowing possible Venom, especially Carnage. because they already announced they're doing Venom too, Carnage with Carnage. And I don't mind Woody Harrelson as being Carnage. I think he's a good choice. I want them in the Marvel universe, though. I don't want them to be cast aside. Bring them in as part of the multiverse. And then, yeah, have even later it, on Venom pop a, back up. Even if it was just a guest appearance, yeah, um, like just sh- you know, show into the multiverse. Have your fifteen minutes and exit. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with the, um, the end game. At yeah, the end. yeah. Um, everybody's just collecting, and you're just like, oh my god. But like, if you're gonna give, if you mess with one character, that's a pivotal point of contact for. You know Tom Holland, Spider Man, mm-hmm. Parker. How is that going to affect his character? Is it going to change? Is it going to? Are we going to see? Well, like, especially with how they left off Far From Home, which I still haven't seen yet. So don't spoil it for me. Shut up. But the two end credits when, scenes, the one when, we when didn't the, see, when the movie's over, walk but, out of the theater. Yeah, just walk. Just out walk out of the theater. theater. We didn't. We It'll actually, be a nicer movie if once the movie's over, the credits go. You we just walked get out up after the mid credit scene, and I found found out about the after credit scene. And the both are worth. Yeah, scene. both are worthy of watching. It's setting up the, the next MCU for Phase Four. It's the last glimpse you get of it, and I can't help but think they're going towards Secret Wars. Okay, and that's where I want it to go because then we get the Russos back. Yeah. And when you're talking about the Secret Wars, you're well into Phase Five, maybe end of Phase Six, until you see the actual Secret Wars with X Men and everybody. And they would give it a nice. We're going to set up the X Men universe. We're going to maybe set up Fantastic Four over here in the, in the MCU, and 
both are going to collide because of Reed Richards and, uh, you know, Professor X. Okay. And then Secret Wars with the Scrolls, everything will culminate nice. I would love to see that as a phase five and six. Especially with everything they could bring in. Bring me Namor. And then Illuminati. Right before the Secret Wars. That would be fantastic. All right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. All right. That's that. <laughs> and uh, the next Here we one. are. See? Solving comic book pro- movie problems. So this next story, a lot of respect is coming from Wesley Snipes, man. Especially for the Blade casting. The two-time Oscar winner, Mahershala Ali, which you know, like I said before, from Cottonmouth. In Luke, Luke Cage. Cage season one. He was also in Sicards. He yes. was also in the um, the Green Book. That was a really good movie. And, and, and was and, there a Green Book? Yes. Okay, that is valid. Okay, right. I'm okay with it. Though. I saw the movie. Yeah. If there was not one fucking Green Book in that, and you name it Green Book, bullshit. It's just my rule. Okay. There was okay. a notebook in the notebook. It's legitimate. If you're naming something, it better be in the fucking movie. Spider-Man? Guess what I saw? A fucking Spider-Man. It's my rule. It's my rule. So, but but there was nothing fantastic about the Fantastic Four in the last few movies. Look, we're not talking about them. They're going into the file with the 1984 Fantastic film. All with the other shit. Nobody's about, done it uh, right. What's her, what's her name? Jessica. Um, Jessica Alba. She yeah. is the only one that she, is allowed she, to she's, survive. She's pretty famous. As well as Chris Evans, because he was a good human torch. Just those two. There were other people in the movie? No, yeah, the first the Fantastic Four movie in in yeah. 2002. That was like that. Cheeks, that movie was good just for the sake of introducing like the characters. The, the characters. Like the characters as a whole, not the story. It was good in the aspect of not getting swamp ass on a summer day is good, okay? It doesn't mean the day was any less hot. It just meant that But that Doctor Doom ass. was actually presented really good. Yeah. It like, was presented like, okay. Presented good. The story sucked. The story was made of macaroni glued onto paper. <laughs> That's what the story I... was. But then they did a really good drawing of Doctor Doom at the bottom, and you're like, all right, I'll allow it to see. <laughs> You're used to that grade, aren't you? Very much. That's how I got through <laughs> high school. <laughs> but Wesley Snipes uh, had a comment out there to all daywalkers losing their minds right now. Chillax. Chillax? Chillax. Well, look, Literally. He does say that. Yeah, right there. Chillax. Although the news comes as a surprise, it's all good. Such as the business of entertainment, much peace. Uh, to the MCU crew, always a fan. Honor and respect to Grandmaster Stan. Always honor and respect to Grandmaster Stan. And he's throwing that out there because he would not be where he is as Wesley Snipes without that Blade movie. 100%. Would you know Wesley Snipes from all his other works? You'd know him for Demolition Man over Blade. Did you really love Demolition Man that much? It was a good movie. Did you really love it that much? 
I loved him in White Man. We're Can't not talking Kill. about. Well, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're not including Blade Three because that 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 cutting that off because that includes the character that we well, that an actor that we already talked about and that was Woody, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson. Yeah. So that was a great movie though. White Man Can't Jump was fucking. <laughs> they were both. We going Sizzler. We going Sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> so honor and respect to Grandmaster Stan. <laughs> Congratulations and salam to Mahersha Ali, a beautiful and talented artist whose expression uh, I look forward to experiencing for years to come. I really like Mahershala for this. I hope they integrate him. I don't want too much on his first film. I want just a nice representation of Blade. You don't got to go Origins or any of that shit. Just give me a good Blade story. And I think they can nail it. So, because that would link up with uh, uh, Dark Avengers. Well, so if they want to do it truly in a in a way that to bring him in correctly, we've already touched on Doctor Strange. We've touched Doctor Strange. We have touched him. So we got his name actually. <laughs> All three of us just touching him, like, oh man, you're strange. So oh, that's strange, isn't it? If he's messing, if he's messing with the multiverse, we see. Snipes displayed. Could you say fiddling with the multiverse? I think that would be more suggestive. That would be too suggestive. All right, it's really hot in here. Could we like okay. back this shit up? <laughs> <laughs> it is hot, it especially is. with a hat. We turn the AC off for you. We're we not. Um, so, with the multiverse being being introduced in Doctor Strange, yeah. could we see Snipes displayed for like a five minute? Second, or like I have heard a rumor a s- that he's going to be in there. I would even accept him as Whistler. I was going to suggest, yeah, that would be awesome. yeah, so, Blade is Whistler, uh, yeah. Snipes is Whistler, but he's always going to be Blade, like Ryan Reynolds. He's so always going to be Deadpool. Snipes then then morphs into Whistler, and then that would be like the introduction of It'd be perfect. Oh, It'd be perfect. Yeah. I'd be perfectly fine with a black man teaching another black man how to kill vampires. Oh. This one's cool because David Bowie's estate approved Guardians of the Galaxy naming their ship after him in the comics. Now the first cut, the first ship, uh, (laughs) the first ship was called the Ryder, and that was after Stranger Things actress Winona Ryder. Okay. The second ship is being dubbed the Bowie, and I wholeheartedly love that. Now, if you scroll down a little bit, spoiler alert, Guardians 8 in the comics is titled Death of Rocket. So, it's very, and that's a very big thing that they may be touching in with Guardians of the Galaxy 3, giving Rocket Raccoon a full Character character arc there. Because the Guardians of the Galaxy are known for swapping out members. It's almost like, you know, uh... It's a rotating machine. You know, the Guardians are the characters that are trying to... No, not anyone set ...at number. that yeah. point. Because in the comics they touch on it more because they do a little time dilation in the recent... Not this one, but before this comics band, the past Guardians comic, they did a lot... They did a little bit of uh, the first Guardians with the current Guardians of Peter Quill teaming up and... All that, and, and the comics are really great. If you're going to watch any, or read, rather, any of the Guardians of the Galaxy comics, they're fantastic. Once I heard the Guardians coming out, I was like, who the fuck are they? 
I read the comics, and I was like, oh my god. Fantastic comic find. So if you haven't gotten the chance to read the Guardians of the Galaxy, please check it out right now, because they're doing a lot of great stuff, and their ship, named after David Bowie. They're going to kill Rocket? I like that guy. Well, they're under pressure. Hey. I'm still good for one a podcast! (laughs) David Bowie and, uh, you know... Queen. How cool. They did a song called Under Pressure, which was ripped off by uh, Vanilla, Vanilla Ice. Ice. I wanted to say Iceman, but that is a different thing completely. How cool was it that we had David Bowie in a Tesla music in space? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. And, the, the, and then David Bowie played Tesla. So we had a Tesla playing David Bowie yeah. and David Bowie playing Tesla in a movie <laughs> called The Prestige. I think you looked into that a little bit too much. Next story, because uh, we are burning up here. Black Adam! Now, this is the first kind of announcement we've got out of anything Black Adam and DC-wise in a while. Now, they are... uh, You're going to meet Black Adam as a character. He's going to be a villain in the beginning, but as the comic line, he is going to turn into an anti-hero because he has morals... Who's going to be the Black Adam? The Rock. Rock. Dwayne Johnson. And he even confirmed he is going to start off as a villain. They already want to move forward with Shazam 2, but um, Zachary Levi already said that they're probably going to be introducing Black Adam in Shazam 3. Now, with all the Marvel stuff, I think Shazam's going to be pushed to the forefront because Shazam 1 was fucking amazing. Was he allowed to say that? What? That he's going to introduce it in... Uh, Shazam 3? Was he supposed to say that? That, Now, that could just be actor conjecture, because they still could add him as a teaser into the the end of the second movie, maybe having him come in when everything's all bright and happy, and him like, guess what? (laughs) It's not going to be a good day. Like, and then go (laughs) off on that. Turn that sideways. Yeah. (laughs) And stick it straight up his Shazam ass. (laughs) <laughs> but this one, they are talking about not only uh, how his moral compass, bit broken, but still has one, he also cares about his family. So that's why he's going to be more moving t- more towards the anti-hero, which DC okay. needs a good anti-hero. They don't have Deadpool. They have, yeah. you know, you need that anti-hero, especially with The Rock. You can't keep him. He's too pivotal a character, yeah. like in in the public space, to be a, a villain. Now, Kevin Eastman, co-creator of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, he said that he comic book, yeah, the comic book. He wants a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles dark Netflix series. He loves what they did with Daredevil and the original comics. They were dark. They were violent. They were bloody. It was ninjas. They were turtles, but they were ninjas. I'm not fond of Daredevil. But the first season you liked. No, not really. Uh, That aside. But it's still, I like what the premise of this is a dark Ninja Turtles. Yeah. You're not going for the bubbly stuff. You're still getting an animated movie. Ninja Turtles animated movie is coming to Netflix. Um, Trying to read my handwriting here and see what it's called. It doesn't matter. Probably Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now scroll down. It's actually probably highlighted. Uh, Rise of the Turtles. Okay. New series. But okay. um, next one. 
I'm excited for that. You mean Ninja Turtles on Netflix? Netflix losing Marvel? That, that doesn't affect it. But this one coming to Hulu, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. One book that I do believe you have listened to. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to go more off of the book on the Hulu series. They are working on it. They have. Didn't they do uh, a, Didn't they already do a movie? I don't remember it being very good. The movie was actually. The movie was actually a lot more funnier once you read the book. Yeah, Carlton Cuse and Jason, Jason Fuckus. I'm saying his name like that's probably Fucus. They're working on that. Fucus. Yeah, they're working on the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. This one, this story is disturbing. You're gonna want to go. Down to the Twitter. And I'm warning you right now. It's fucking disgusting. Army Hammer. Everyone will remember Army Hammer as his name was being tossed up for the next Batman against Robert Pattinson. I'm not even going to make him play the video because you can see right fucking here. Actually, scroll up a bit so they can see the mat belt is in the way. Um, But you can see right here. This kid's sucking his fucking toes. His son is sucking his fucking toes. In what goddamn world does that seem like it's a good idea? Remember, it, it just refresh everybody's mind. Arnie Hammer was also in the news for like making that. See the guy on the on all those baking soda boxes. No, it's just his arm. It's just his arm. It's not all of him. It's just his arm. So remember when Stanley passed away and everybody was posting those tribute photos? Yeah, he was the asshole that actually was like, you know, you know, glad it's all about you guys. Um. Okay. No, it's not. They're they're showing their love with, and what I'm assuming is his wife's voice in this video. She's actually saying that's not normal. <laughs> During the whole fucking thing, that's not normal. Can we yeah, it from the you're right. It's not normal. But that's kind of how I felt with the Lisa Simpson right there after watching that, and I had to include it in the podcast because I wanted to scar multiple people. Arnie Hammer's kid when he's older, someone brings up the time, the video of him sucking his dad's toes from a tweet. My dad is 74, and he can't be your baby's father. That's that. That's the Maury line. Oh God! So that kid, God bless that kid and the uphill struggle he now has in life, because he's starting off with, "Hey, you're the kid that sucked his dad's toes." <laughs> Seriously, it's exactly how I felt after watching that video. Careful or TNT is going to I have to call the police. Yeah. So that is what we have in the nerdy news. I'm sorry to end it on such. Arnie Hammond deleting the video like I didn't request, like we didn't record screen. Uh, yeah, the, it was on Snapchat. It doesn't matter who you send that to on Snapchat. Somebody's recording you and your kid and him sucking your fucking toes. That's disgusting. Yeah. Oh my god. I would almost rather. Never mind. I'm we not don't need say to talk about it anymore. It is, yeah, I'm not going to say that comment. Let's move on. But to end this podcast, I'm going to start end it off with what we've been doing. We've been watching The Boys. The fucking Boys on Amazon. Have you had the pleasure yet? I told not you to yet. watch it. I'm going to start. It's, it's a little bit disturbing. Very disturbing. It's very disturbing. You get 10, maybe 11 minutes in, and you're looking at it like, what the fuck am I watching? 
It's my, superheroes. Um, it, that how they would. I literally believe this is exactly how superheroes would be if they were in our reality right now. I have to shield my computer screens. Yeah, you do. If I'm going to play it in the living room, so let me just say there's a a rape scene. You don't see anything, but it's implied. Um, There is one scene that's just very disturbing, which affect. Well, the very first one. All disturbing. Well, the very first one that really you were like, oh my god, what happened to her? And then you find out what happened to her. You find this out in the first episode, and you're going to say. God damn it, Batman! Yes, I'm telling you, this is a messed up show. It's from Seth Rogen. It's an actual comic. And it's very Watchmen-esque. It's why you don't want superheroes. You don't want superheroes. And it goes through fantastically. It's a great story. Just like everybody else in the human race, not everybody has an ethic code or moral fiber. Oh, and the person you want to have a moral fiber? But... Great series, check it out. Amazon Prime, um, The Boys. So what have you been playing or watching or whatever? You know what? He uh, picked up a good one on a, a buy, which was, what was the uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance? K- Kingdom Come Deliverance has a few downloadable content. Mm. I've been playing the downloadable content, and you got to play through it again, which is always pleasurable. It's a very good story. Nice. And it was. It was up for... And it's uh, now chunkier. How much did you get it for on, on PlayStation? I don't remember. But this actual downloadable content, they added a storyline of there's the There's a storyline of the, if you played it, there's a storyline of the woman, and then there's another storyline which I haven't quite gotten to yet. So there's additional Something content. Something about criminals and patrolling. Yeah. And it's I'm probably, I'm on vacation this week, so I'm probably going to get into a bit of my backlog Steam library, maybe hop on Witcher 3 since I haven't finished that, and maybe uh, One Piece World Seeker. You're gearing up for the Witcher series, I I, I am. Joe actually picked up the book of the Witcher, which I desperately want to do. I want to check out the book of that because I'm still going through Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones right now. I just got to the uh, I got to the point where what was it? Robert's well and dead, and uh, oh, Catherine and Rob met up. So it's right before that. It's right before Tyrion gets to his dad with the you know weird Viking horde and everything. Mm. I'm right at that point in the book, and it's still so pleasurable. And that's why the I'm book like, is I have to really, really good. I gotta finish this book, and then I want to check out The Witcher, and then I want to check out another. And it's just like I want to check out Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That is in out, there. That is that is good. And I want to check out all these different this. books. But I'm, I'm committing to Game of Thrones. What have you and the wife been watching? Um, so we actually been watching. Uh, we went through a Harry Potter kick. Okay. So we watched all the movies. I haven't. I haven't had the pleasure. I watched the first one, but that was where I stopped. Yeah, that's it. That's where we threw we're on. We're on, like, we watched all of them within, like, four days, except for the last two. We just we just finished Half-Blood Prince tonight. See, the parts guy at work, he's starting to read the books. He's starting to go through and read them, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, you know. And then for me, it's just something to have in the background instead of like the normal stuff of like watching like kids shows. Yeah, because okay. yeah. you know Connor will get into anything. Like a good example of that is, is like he was having trouble sleeping last night. So what do I do? I I take my phone, throw on One Punch Man. On oh, the, on I thought the... you were going to say Pulp Fiction. No. <laughs> <laughs> this will get you to sleep. Here's the basement scene. <laughs> Watch it, son. You and me. Are, you want to look <laughs> real close right now. <laughs> No, no, I, I put in One Punch Man. And this is why I don't babysit for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
In uh, case you ever thought of that, all <laughs> fiction, right on the TV. <laughs> Scoot close, kids. Thanks for watching Terminator 2. <laughs> Just no, trying to uh, damage my babysitting skills so you never think of actually ever asking me. <laughs> That's no, how you no, do it. So, so I put on One Punch Man, and after he gets all hyped up over the intro, yeah. five minutes he's asleep. Because there you go. He, loves, he loves One Punch Man. Keep so him on for season one, and he'll continue to love it. Don't go to season two, for the love of God. Just stay on season one, you'll be happy. Are they ever going to dub season two? It's probably like season one, to where they're going to wait a long time to dub it. And it's not as up-to-date as, like, if you go to Black Clover, or even uh, Dr. Stone. I've been watching the Dr. Stone anime. I am way ahead. I'm almost up to, like, uh, issue 50. On okay. the manga, and even the anime is really doing a, a good, true life adaptation to it. So, it's something that, that I definitely push people out there, especially if you're an anime fan. Look at the manga, Manga Master, great app. Um, but One Punch Man, I'm gonna, I want to check out the manga on that one because I want to see. It's more Shonen Jump, which a Shonen okay. is more of a. It's kind of like a type of anime that you're watching. It's very inspirational. You have your heroes, you have a good, you know, uh, character plot, but the Shonen series is like, (laughs) Naruto is a Shonen, um, as well as a bunch of different ones, but that's, uh, it's definitely good. It's definitely good. All right, man. Well, just in case uh, anybody is wondering, yes, this is Ronald Reagan on a Velociraptor. Everybody remembers the dinosaur wars that happened in 83. (laughs) Ronald Reagan (laughs) led us all and saved us all. He has an SMG and an RPG. RPG strapped us back. And the the Velociraptor is holding the flag because... It's patriotic. Why not? Because... America. America. (laughs) Because America. To quote Sean Ennis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, boys and girls, we have had so much fun with you today. We want to thank you all for listening and watching. You can find us on Facebook.com backslash PJNWH, YouTube.com backslash PJNH, at PJNWH on Twitter and Instagram. And for thank yous, we want to go to the actual screen. Go to the actual thank you screen, all notifications. All um, notifications. Boom. Boom. Scroll down there because uh, there are a couple people following us, but Allison White, thank you for wa- liking 49, 50, and 51. 49, you're not getting a one-up from me. 50, beat your meat, not your lungs. And 51, ice cream man, you'll get more Disney D later. All great podcasts you can find on SoundCloud.com backslash PJNWH as well as everywhere you look and follow uh, any kind of podcast. We can be contacted at PJNWH at gmail.com. And we are always looking forward to your comments, causes, and corrections. I am Matthew Bucherell, the Matt Man. To my left is Stephen Bucherell, big brother. To my other left is Christopher Bristow, the old man. And we want to thank you for all for watching the Pajangers and Wallhangers Media Network production of Happy Triforce. Birthday, Joe. Happy birthday, Joe. As always, game on, boys and girls. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Oh. Sex trafficking and R. Kelly jokes aside, fucking foliage always in your goddamn way. Get a better camera angle, dick. That was the main kitty twister with me. Right-wing adapter, the original 360. Hi, sir.
This next story is a blast from the past that is now available fast. Me? Allude to something? Not gonna talk about the comedy broadcast service anymore. You might as well get another one. <laughs> gotta end the video. Oh god, I'm about to fucking die. Get in the And you just hear the fucking chops of air. And it is just awful. No way. Because <laughs> that's going to sound like a gigantic truck <laughs> dropping right on the microphone. We said, nah, we don't ever touch that. We don't touch the camera. But, the I mean, and we won't say CBS. We'll say Communist Broadcast Services. Yes. Services Systems. It's fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> oh, it'll be ready in 24 hours. Oh, okay. Okay, everybody. We're going to broadcast live. It says we can do it Mother. in 24 Anywhere hours. between now and 24 <laughs> hours, we're going live on YouTube. That's pizza. Oh, hi. Pizza. Cool, cool. Bye.